Hello and welcome to the Legends of Tabletop podcast. We're getting ready to jump into our final episode, question one, mark? One way or another. <laughs> of uh, To Put Away Childish Things. It's a Call of Cthulhu scenario. It is brand new. It's in playtest mode. Uh, in our last session, I took horrible notes, so we'll see what we can do. Uh, we had uh, two days of travel down the river with the pirates and uh, was Black Claw was the uh, cat. Uh, we were able to work on our dreamland skill a little bit and, uh, you know, further converse with Melvin about the state of the dreamlands and, and what was going on with Lynette. Um, we passed a few abandoned villages and stuff. Everybody was pretty downtrodden. It's a, it's a miserable place right now since he's been gone. Um, the pirates were somewhat hostile to Melvin because he left, even though it wasn't really his choice to leave. Uh, we eventually pull into shore on the second day. Marco and Pearl were there to pick us up. Over the course of our travel, we found out that Pearl was pregnant, I believe, but they were both willing to fight and take us to, uh, to get us all set up. Uh, we went up sneaking through a swamp on the way to the city. It was horrible. Leeches, flies, it stunk. It was just, it was terrible. But Melvin remembered that there was a uh, uh, another way uh, to get to the city. There was a mountain pass, and then there was uh, a, a pathway through uh, behind a waterfall. So we decided to take that because it was a little bit quicker. Uh, so we took that way. We wound up in a beautiful valley full of flowers, just bucolic setting, untouched by all of the... Uh, the misery that has uh, been uh, bestowed upon the dreamlands. There's this little section of it. Anyway, uh, we saw some shapes following us and little dragon like creatures with butterfly wings swarmed and started attacking and slashing Melvin yelling at him. Uh, and they were quite hostile. Uh, we were able to get them calmed down somewhat. Uh, we were able to reason with them and, convince them that we were back with Melvin to try to set things to right. Uh, we found out that Lynette was uh, the niece of one of these creatures and that uh, Melvin in essence stole her on a travel through this little area. Uh, we left Pearl there as a hostage, quote unquote, uh, while we went to go and try to convince Lynette um, that Melvin didn't mean the things that had happened and that uh, we need to get need her to get to listen to his apology. Uh, we made it to the safe house after that. Uh, there was a tunnel being dug to one of the towers to try to free some of the villagers who were um, trapped by by Lynette. Uh, for, you know, siding with Melvin or, or not siding with her, I guess. Uh, there were tick men roaming the city. Uh, so that's horrible and terrible. Um, so we helped to, uh, you know, with our dreamland skill, using our uh, powers to help further get that tunnel dug out. So it's almost to the wall. We're like right at that spot. Uh, we decided to break up. Nobody remembers who was going to go with who. <laughs> so uh, we're going to jump in at that point and try to figure out what the heck is going on. I'm all ears, guys. <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah, so, um, Melvin, uh, look, uh, how, how do you want to? I mean, I mean, I'm assuming that she's going to be drawn to you uh, in some fashion. Uh, look, I, I'm I'm happy to come with you to uh, 
to help persuade to to watch your back. I mean, uh, there's there's no way we can let you go and do this alone. I don't I, I don't think. I mean, if she kills you here, then she's got you forever. But that's that's not going to fix anything. Melvin says that uh, she won't hurt me, but the the tick men certainly will. Um, she'll try and use them to weaken me to the point where I I you know I'm unconscious and then helpless. Um, so I mean, if you want to, if you do want to come with me, I could use some defense from them while I try and get through to her. Yeah, no, no, for sure. Uh, does anybody want to come with? Uh, you know, I could maybe take one or two, but uh... <laughs> he says I think that the the most dangerous part of the mission is to rescue the prisoners. I think that Harry and I can draw as many of them away from the castle and keep them busy long enough to free the prisoners and get them to safety. After that, um, then we can deal with Lynette. But okay, uh, yeah. if, as long as she's got dozens of people as literal hostages, uh, there's not a lot we can do. Uh, we should have some idea of the route you're going to take, so that if we can get them to safety, um, then we can meet up and try and protect your back as well. I'm going to be in the middle of town square. Okay. Um, I will be at the foot of the statue. She had these poor devils erect of me. I, uh, I mean, do you three want to go? I, I really don't feel comfortable letting him go on his own. I mean, if the tick men come, what's he going to do? You know? Melvin smiles and he says, I, Harry, I think you'll be, you and I will be enough for the town square for what I've got planned. Okay. Um, how uh, how many of these things do you, how many do you think you can take? One, two? I don't know. Maybe two. Okay, then. He goes, it's all going to work out. Trust me. Okay. I, I, I trust you. And he tells the three, the you know, Mildred, George, and, and Vivian, he says, look, just move as quickly as you can. Um, if you have trouble with the bars, use the skills I've turned, I've, I've, you know, I've taught you. All you have to do is turn one bar from metal into wood and smash it. You know, if you want to grab the lock and turn that into wood, you can break through it. Um, if they're individually chained, that's going to be a little bit, you know, I'm hoping they're in cells, but... You know, any who knows. Um, we're going to try and draw as many tick men away as possible. And as soon as you get everybody into the tunnels, try your hardest to use your dreaming lens to collapse sections behind you. Uh, the tick, the, the remember, natives here don't have dreaming. They won't be able to excavate that quickly. Right. If you can just get everybody into a tunnel and drop a wall behind you. Then join us in the town square. With everybody? Or no, we... no. Leave everybody in, you know, get everybody to safety. In fact, I'm going to tell all of the villagers to start heading for the fields um, to get out of the town as soon as I get started. So anyone we rescue, they should go to the fields. Right. Just scatter and wait for our signal that it's all it's safe to come back. Right. They're not completely leaving. They're just going to safety, and then we'll come back. The surrounding countryside's also dangerous. Like they, they, yeah, they shouldn't okay. go too far. We certainly don't want them heading into the swamp. Agreed. 
And he says, no matter what happens, look after each other. Don't worry about me. I mean, that's kind of why we're here is because we've been paid to worry about you. So Also, do try to remember you're not useful to anyone dead. You're much more useful to all the people you're trying to help alive. So don't do anything too risky. But I mean, just so we're clear, like if you die here, it still means that you're alive in the real world. You just can never come back here, right? He just smiles and winks at you. And he says, uh-huh. good, good luck, Georgie. Well, that's unsettling. Mm. You guys be safe. You too, Mary. <laughs> um, he hugs Millie and Vivian. He said, I owe you my life. He says, uh, I hope to, I'm gonna, I'll see you on the other side. I hope so. He says, try and move fast. You're not going to want to miss the show. Harry just kind of shrugs <laughs> and follows him out. Good luck, Harry! Okay. Kind of waves over his shoulder. Mildred just mutters in French about stupid men soldiers. Okay. Um, he says, count to 100 and then break, break the wall. Okay. Okay. Okay, so... Harry, we're going to start our scene and we're going to go between, we're going to go back and forth, okay? Yeah. Yep. I, I, first thing I do is cock and lock the, the, uh, the crossbow because it might be the only shot I get. <laughs> he actually has four other crossbows that the villagers have donated and they're all loaded and locked. All right. He says, don't, I says, don't bother reloading and, do, and wait until they're close enough that you've got a good shot. You bet. Okay. Um, he says, okay, let's get started. And he just, at the foot of the statue, he just smiles at you and he goes, I remembered so much from being here. And he just puts like one hand up and there's like a crack and the clouds part and just like form a ring of clear skies until the sun begins to shine down on the statue and all of the town. And then he puts a hand to the floor and Every house in the surrounding area, it gets like rebuilt and freshly painted, and the ceilings get all thatched, rethatched, and the windows are all clear, and everything's like colorful. And so, like, that dreariness is gone. Mm-hmm. And then you see him like stand, and he almost like takes like a half step of like a, a stumble swoon. And he goes, He goes, that'll get her attention. You know, Harry's just kind of like gawking his mouth is sort of half open and he's like, yeah, I, I guess it might, huh? Um, at this point, one of the tick men who was in patrol in town comes wandering around looking completely confused and he's got the the hood down. So it's the bald, weird tick man face and mm-hmm. he's looking around all confused and he sees the two of you in the center of town in this newly restored town. Um you're going to need to make a sand check for seeing the tick man. Again? Well, yeah, it's every encounter. God, all right. Uh, that's not going to do it. That's a 71. Uh, sand is currently 47. It's been a long game. <laughs> Three points. Oof. So you can nice. act. What would you like to do? Um, there is there aiming in this game? I don't even know. No, no. <laughs> you can say I'm going to aim for, and if it's a hard success or a critical success, I'll let it happen. Um, 
Yeah, I, I think he, you know, he brings the crossbow up, just draws a bead on this thing's head, I guess. If it's close enough to take a, you know, take a good shot. Riley Hughes, like, hey, you know, wait until they're close. So if he's in a, at a good distance. He's actually at a range where you'd have a penalty, and then he starts charging. Do you want to hold? I, I will hold until he gets to within range, yeah. Okay, he's within range where there's no penalties. You'll be able to fire two. You'll like be able to fire this one, drop another one, grab another crossbow, and fire again. Yep. Where's your sense of romance, <laughs> Mithridates? <laughs> it's been a long game. <laughs> All right, do you want me to shoot now, or are we going to... Go ahead. He's charging. Right. Yep. Uh, 79 is not going to do it. And second one... 34 is going to do it. I'll spend two points to make it a hard. Go ahead. Is that what we said to the cap in the head? You were going for a headshot. Okay. Yep. Uh, crossbow's a D8 plus two. Eh, five points. Okay. That uh, takes out an eye, and it stuns him as he, like, you know, rocks back and pulls it, you know, pulls it out. You hear Melvin say, keep him busy. And he starts uh, walking towards the main road that leads to the castle to get a clearer look at it. And he says, you know, you're basically keeping busy and he gives you some distance. So if this things get past you, he has another round. Sure. But it looks like this one's the only one in town. So you want to pick up another crossbow? What are the, the third of four crossbows? Or do you yeah, want yeah, to go ones. melee? Uh, I'll grab another one if I have room. Go ahead. Yep. All right. Oh, 86 is a whiff. I, I, I start to get a little nervous as it comes in a little bit closer and starts hissing. He's like, ah, shit. It claws you for... Hold on. Oh, God. Three points. Ooh. I rolled a one. <laughs> <laughs> That's good for me. <laughs> so he drops, you know, as it slashes across him, he just drops the crossbow. Okay, well, that was his attack. You can go melee. All right, yeah, he pulls out the club, and uh, I will club away. I'm going to switch dice. Fuck those dice. 33 out of... What's my fight? 55. Uh, what, what's the damage on a club? D6? Um, I would say if it's a two-handed club, it'd be D8. D8. Yeah, I was about to say my morning star is a D8, so. Okay, yep. Uh, fuck, that's a one, but I'm going to get my strength bonus. That's two, so three points total. Okay. He misses you. Well, you say he misses and me. Does suddenly, he get a bonus from me being bloody? No. Um, suddenly an arrow hits him in the back of the knee for one point. As like three <laughs> arrows, like one bounces off of him, and it turns out a lot of the villagers against their or against the orders remained, and they're firing bows out of the windows of some of the buildings around. And Melvin is like doesn't even notice yet because he's fixated on the main road. Do you mm -hmm. want to? If you want to take your eyes off of combat, I can tell you what's going on. Otherwise, you know, no, you have no I'm, idea. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm I'm engaged. <laughs> 
I, so if it hits him in the knee and he goes down on one knee, I want to come overhand and just try to crack Go. him right in the skull. And it, he's like surprised and he puts his arm up to I like half defend himself. Shit. 62 out of 55. Doesn't make it. Okay. He like pushes it away and he yeah. starts yelling to the villagers. He goes, he goes, your loved ones will suffer for this. He goes, he says, don't forget we own all of you. You're all cattle. And arrows come. One arrow hits him. Two arrows hit him. One arrow. Uh, I'm not going to have him say yet. Yeah, well, hits you. Somebody rolled in a hundred. No, <laughs> not me. Not me. <laughs> it comes really close to you. <laughs> but um, all right. So he's taking arrow fire from some of the villagers, and uh, he's been further wounded, and he misses you again. I I, I try to dance around, and stay out of the the arrow fire, and club him again. Come on, baby. Thirty six. Club, club. Four. Ah, shit. That one on the floor. Uh, roll again. Oh, that's going to be nine points. He goes down. Nice. Okay. At this point, you see that there are like six tick men and nine and like almost probably more halflings rushing over the long bridge over the gorge. And Melvin's just standing there waiting. And when they get to a certain point, he like puts his hand to the ground. Um, there's a tremor. And then you just see the bridge turn to like gravel. And the majority of the, the them fall into the chasm. Unfortunately, three of the halflings get through. He just yells out, we're going to have company. He said he starts like. He gets up and like almost like a half stagger and starts coming back to the fountain. And he says, start to reload. And then we're going to switch to the other team. Yep. All right. 98 Mississippi. 99 Mississippi. 100. Okay, then. It's done. Okay. Do you physically break through the wall? Do you try and do it with a dreaming? Physically. Physically. Yeah. Okay, you smash it, you you break the 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 floor kind of comes down above you. There's, they had like a step ladder there so you could step up into the uh the dungeon area. Unfortunately, you're in like a a, a kitchen area, almost mm. like a, a mess hall. It's um dingy. Um there's like wooden bowls filled with like the residue of like gruel. Mm. Um, hmm. But there is, uh, there are two doors, one kind of a double door in the middle of the room, and mm. one a, a just an open passageway leading west. Um, uh, is can we if we kind of walk up to the double doors? Can we hear anything on the other side? No, you go over and you don't hear yeah. anything on the other side of the double doors. Okay, I'm guessing that. It's probably the side passage, but I'll go with whatever you think. I yeah. was thinking the side patches as well. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so you take a listen at the double. You all look at the side passage and start down it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You go down about, you know, not even five or six yards. It's very dark down here. There's like one torch every 30 feet or so. Mm -hmm. um, and oh. you begin to see it kind of, uh, it kind of opens up to mm. almost like a, oh, it widens and then you see bars like a, a yeah. barred gate um, and you see a halfling 
like one of these tick men halflings. And he's kind of not really looking towards you, but he isn't asleep either. He's just oh. kind of like idling around in a stool. It's only going to be a moment before he sees you. But he's um, not expecting anyone. You know, he didn't hear the collapse. Mm. All right. Um, if I've got something heavy, I will try and whap him on the head with it. That will require a stealth roll to get close. Oh, um, am I in crossbow range? Yes. All right. Here goes nothing. But if you stealth up to him and uh, and attack physically with surprise, I'll allow a bonus roll, a bonus dice on the attack. Uh, my stealth is not that good. Is either yours? Nope. I'd, nope. I'd be better off long range right. than I so would. So everybody be. just looks at each other, raises their crossbows. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Okay, go. <laughs> Apologize in whispers. Twenty-seven, which is um a hard success on a sixty. Okay, nice. I have no idea how much damage that turns into. I'll treat that as one d six. Okay, one bonk. Oh, you woke him up. Vivian? Uh, give me a hot second. <clears throat> nope, I miss him. Right over his head. Georgie? Oh, way hard miss. Okay, he is bonked and doesn't even notice the other bolts. He sees the two of you. Mm. He hisses and rather than rushes to attack, he rushes and he grabs a, a, a bell that's kind of hanging on the ta- uh, table. Hey, what do you guys want to do? Can I a dreaming roll to turn that bell into something that just won't make noise? Sure. While Millie does that, Vivian, what are you doing? Um, Or rather, while Millie doesn't do that. We didn't know how- that. Okay, so... This is going to be really stupid. How far am I? Can I jump on him? Yes, you can charge and, and physically I will attack. charge and jump on him to Roll stop your him brawl. from ringing a bell. Roll my what? Brawl. All right, let's try this again with better dice this time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hard what? success on Give me your attack on the brawl. Uh, that's a D3. Okay, so that would be... D3 is half... Oh, man. That is a 3. <laughs> okay, you bloody his lip, even with his two points of armor. Okay, Georgie, uh, Vivian has like tackled this guy and has him prone. Um, the bell kind of like falls out of his hand. You'll have a bonus mm-hmm. dice to attack with your morning star. Yeah, I'm basically gonna try. If she's like has him tackle the ground, I'm gonna take it and just try to smash him in the head. If you miss with the bonus dice, Vivian's gonna have to make a luck check. Okay, let's see. Oh, that's on uh, four out of fifty. That's an extreme success. What's oh your max God. damage with the Morning Star? Uh, would that just be eight? Yeah, that would just be eight. Do you okay. have a damage bonus? I don't. Okay. Yep. So you've literally just knocked him out clean. Got nothing on me. I'm in perfect condition. <laughs> right. I just get up and I dust my hands off and I just give a nice little wink to you. You like smash him in the head. Like the head is like almost half open, like a a, a watermelon, and he's just uh, he's he's like half conscious, but he's still alive. 
and the proboscis, the spiked proboscis, comes shooting out towards uh, towards Millie, towards Vivian, and <laughs> misses. Uh, I rolled a fifty-one. You got a Did the bell ring? No. All right. So the bell clattered away. Okay. What do I you guys want to do? Words. Um, I, think... I didn't even mean that. No, no, the person on there, it's the bell of the ball. Uh, brawl. Sorry. Bell of the brawl. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, he's still up and he is still dangerous. But you have him at a distinct disadvantage because he is prone. Vivian, you are still brawling with him. If you want to keep brawling with him, um, what do you guys want to do? Well, I don't want him to ring you the bell. That's the it's point. Right. It's out of his hand. It's clattered it's out away. Out of his hand. Okay. It's, All right. It's clattered away. Um, I ask him if he has keys as I'm brawling with him. <laughs> you're not going to hit him, or and or you're going to punch him and say, "Where are the keys?" Yeah, you know what? Let's do that. Let's go. Nice. Where are the keys? Fucker. Oh, like no, where, where's Bill? Smash. Where's Bill? Smash. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> a hard um, success again. And then, yeah, <laughs> point 0.5. That doesn't count towards anything. <laughs> you rolled a one? I rolled a one, yes. Well, the minimum, well, then he's got armor. So I mean, that would still be one point. It's just right. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. So he's he's still he's still up. He'll still be able to try and bite you next round. That's uh, Georgie. Um, I'm no. gonna I'm gonna he had that. I'm I'm gonna grab that that bell and try to kind of take it away as much. He doesn't as have possible. it. It's it's on the floor. It. It's rolled away. Well, yeah, but that's I wanted to like make sure that nobody else could like get to it. So if he gets away from Vivian or gotcha. if another tick man comes if you in, like, I can get the bell away because I'm not currently engaged in combat with this guy. All right. Yeah. All right. So yeah, I'll, I'll in that case, I'll yell like Millie, get the bell. And then I'll try to like stomp on this guy again. Give me a brawl attack. Just the two. That is going to be 35 out of 50. Okay, that'll hit. Give me damage. Yeah. Please give me damage. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Somebody. Right. Where'd that die go? Ah. People think two points of armor isn't a lot. Two points of oh, armor is a lot. A huge amount. You three points? Three points. He goes down. It's like, Yay. Okay, Millie, you've got the bell. I put um, it somewhere safe where it ain't going to ring. Um, you go to put it back on the table uh, right next to the hook with the ring of keys. Oh. And now that you're here, you see there's a lock here and there's a bank of uh, there's a bank of cells on either okay. side. What, what is uh, Melville's title here? He's a Lord of Candras. Right. Okay. Lord of Candras. So I assume there are, in fact, people in some of these cells. You go into the cell block. Yeah. You see a dozen sickly, emaciated-looking people. Mm. Um, gray skins, weak, but they're alive. There are half a dozen that are not alive and just haven't been dumped yet. Mm. So there are... Some of the cells just have rotting corpses in them and a few of the cells have a live person with a rotting corpse do we need to make sand checks yes. oh and sand checks for the checks? halfling 
I made the one for the halfling. Ditto <laughs> and ditto. And I made both of them. This is war. I understand this. We're in the one, one in one. For if you make two successes, one in one. I failed right. my first one. Okay. Um. You t- actually, I rolled. I'm rolling like shit. You roll. I rolled a one. So one point if you make it or not for the tick men for the uh, halfling. And well, are you guys? What about the help? dead people? Okay, you're going, I failed you're that going one as well. Okay, that's going to be one d four. Oof! I made. I made and, that one. Oh my one. god! I roll a one again. Thank God. Okay. All right. Cool. <laughs> I, I am not even some... kidding on all of these ones on the sand checks. <laughs> Do I lose a point if I make it, or only if I miss that one? No, it was zero one d four. Okay, so I've lost one point of sand. Okay. Got okay. It. So these people are not going to move quick. That's um, okay. But they can all at least shuffle. I'll uh, explain before I open the door that the Lord of Kandra sent us and what his instructions were. You've just finished getting the last one out. When you hear from the room behind you, um, somebody yell, What's this hole in the floor? <laughs> Whereupon we will switch back to Harry. <laughs> what? <laughs> no. Yeah, I, I assume it's smash cut to swink as I squeeze off another shot for the crossbow. Okay, there are three halflings charging. Um, and at this point, like four villagers come out of their houses to stand next to you with bows. And it's like an archer line. And, um, you know, uh, Melvin comes up behind you and says, uh, keep firing. I'll do what I can to shield you. So everybody, you take three, you get to fire all four of your crossbows before they attack. Oh, shit. All right. Oh, I got an odd six. I will treat that as max damage. All right. Uh, Crossbow is a D8, so it's going to be 10 total. D8 plus two. Okay, so that's going to be eight because they have armor. Uh, 58 under 65, so another success. So that is going to be uh, three, four, five. Roll a 1d3. Roll 1d3. Yeah. I got a five, so that's a three. <laughs> you hit the same one. Nice. I randomly rolled. Over, so on the second round, you drop yours. Nice. Um, hold on. The villagers. No, no, no. Come on, guys. No, they all missed the first shot. No. Steal yourselves. One guy hits for four points. One of the other guys is wounded for two points. One of the guys hits. He will do no damage. And the fourth guy on the second round misses. So at this point, with two shots left in the crossbows, one is down, one is wounded. Uh, and they'll be he'll be on you like next round. And Melvin says, you know, fall back, everyone, fall back. And none of them listen. They're all going to fire this round. Yeah, I say concentrate on one. Okay. Er, roll your third attack. Yep. Uh, ooh, 69. Well, 69 is nice, but no. Uh, can I spend four points of luck to yes, make that a success? All right. Let me mark my luck down. Do four. Oh, I'm running out of luck here, guys. Uh, that's good. Ah, it's only three points of damage. One point. All right. Uh, you said aim on one. Were you going to aim for the wounded or the fresh one? Uh, probably the wounded one. Okay. 
I've got a miss and a hit. Four. Oh, good hit. Five. So uh, four. A hit and a miss. He's still up, but that guy's like a pin cushion, and he's like <laughs> lagging behind the other guy. Um, this will be the last time. Um, at that point, two of these guys drop their uh, they drop the bows. One pulls out a scythe, and one pulls out like a smithy hammer. Mm. And they step in front of the two bowmen. What do you do? Um, I I shoot at that last one. That's a pincushion. I want to bring it down. Okay, roll. Thirty-six, baby. It's a hit. He goes down. There's one fresh one. Seven he dives. Points. He <laughs> dives on one of the the guy with the smithy hammer. Smithy hammer takes a step back and is missed. Um, um, I drop the crossbow. Pull out the uh, the club. Okay, go. All right. Uh, no, 99. That's real bad. <laughs> the guy with the smithy hammer will hit. The guy with the scythe will hit. The two guys with the bows draw their hand weapons. Oh, they only do one point of damage on this guy. One, the smithy hammer bounces off from the armor. Uh, he finds purchase. Uh, the halfling gores the guy with the scythe, killing him. No! It just like punctures right into his neck and like blood splatters all the guy and he's like screaming. And as he's screaming, he tries to grab onto it so that he's kind of like letting you, like making it more immobile so you guys can get a bonus on his attack. Hmm. All right. Next round. All right. I will attempt to clubby club. Uh, nope. 77 is the best I can do. It's a big whiff. I, I, even though that guy's dead, I don't want to hit him. It just throws my aim off. Villager with the scythe miss it hits, but causes no damage through the armor. Um, the other, the third villager misses, uh, villager with the hammer misses at which point from behind you here, bastard. And then you just see the tick man, the, the halfling just explode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, you look I, back and you see him like take a step back as if he's winded. I, I go to the guy that was gored just to because you know in the heat of the moment I don't you know I don't know that he's dead right so I go to check him see if I can render first aid and I don't know. roll your dreaming. Oh boy! All right. Oh, twenty five out of thirteen. Nope. Okay, you go and you try and help him, and the villagers come and they start to to pick him up, and they like as you guys are checking on him, and um, Melvin says, "All of you, get back, get behind me, get behind the statue." Here she comes, and you look at and uh, diving out of the tall tower of the castle is just a woman, and she gets halfway to the ground before butterfly wings flail out and she comes gl starts gliding towards the village the three of these guys they start trying to like run with the dead body of their companion and he's like bleeding all over them and they're like they're like panicked like one guy's clearly lost his sand and he's like you're gonna be okay you're gonna be okay just hang on and his friend is like he's gone but they don't drop him what do you want to do harry um i 
I get behind Melvin. <laughs> I'm not going to leave. I'm like, get someplace safe. Okay. And now we're going to switch back to the party and <laughs> the, the group in the dungeon. Okay. Hey, what's this hole in the floor doing here? What are what the hole? you want to do? <laughs> Think you want to yell out one a... hole and do we... a fast talk roll? I'll allow we, we it. We all what do a I, slow I guess... turn towards each other. <laughs> like... <laughs> Question. What kind of voice is it? Is it her voice? No, but it's not a half. It's not the hissing whine of a halfling. It's a tick man. So, you know, it's a more dangerous opponent than what you've just faced. <sighs> and you realize you're bottlenecked in. Or... Um, what if, Are we, if, if if it rushes and closes that gate, you'll all be in the prison block. Even though you have the keys, but yeah, you don't see anything Are, yet. Is, but you know he's in the lunchroom. Is there a wall that we can assume goes to the outside? No, you're in the dungeon. All of this is underground. Oh, all of it. Hmm. Um, I'm gonna go run out it not like run run but like go up because if they're realizing that we're down there someone's gotta stop them <sighs> wait is anybody down there at the moment is anyone no, no one's down in no. the hole this guy's in the lunchroom with the tables where you tunneled up from and, he's and there's only two he looks... yeah. yeah there's only two ways that he can go either through those double doors or through the corridor that leads to the dungeon right so they're gonna find us eventually anyway we might as well well he's obviously got the right idea we might as well he's come through the double doors to get into this area right yeah true so we might as well rush and try to catch him off guard so you're gonna rush out and try with your morning star and try and catch him off guard yeah give me a stealth check as yeah i'm gonna like i'm gonna like ninja run tiptoe as fast as i can with the arms behind you like naruto (laughs) Right. Area 51 in the right? famous in assault on area barbarian leather fantasy gear. <laughs> they can't shoot us all. Ooh, that's a 17. Damn, it actually worked. It actually worked. Nice. I will spend the two luck to make that a hard success if I need to. Okay, so you comp- get him completely by surprise. And it's like he's looking down into the hole and he's got his back to you. So you'll have like a free attack. (laughs) Oh yeah. With a bonus dice. And he's like slowly he like stat like like straightens, puts his hands on his shoulder, and huh. And he starts slowly turning around and you're there. Swing with all my rush (laughs) towards him. Go. Well wait, while he was running up and just got the total drop, what did the two of you do? I was running up. Okay, so, you were running. I up. was starting yeah. to unlock the cells. Oh no, they were all. You had everybody unlocked. Oh, we did. Oh, okay. Yeah. And they're like cowering. They're like terrified to like run towards the tick man. They're like completely, you know. Oh, in that case, yeah, I'll go towards the tick man. Sorry, I thought they were still locked in the cells. No, no, you'd already gotten them freed. Okay, so they're right. They're around behind you, George. Do you hit him? That is a. 41 out of 50. You hit him. Good. Give me damage. Five. Okay. Um, you hit him. He like he's like turning and he's like shocked to see you and two others. And he yells, Intruders in the dungeon! Intruders in the dungeon! 
Um, I hit him right in the proboscis. He does not manage to attack because he's surprised. And he's actually teetering on the edge of the hole. This podcast is a proud member of the Legends of Tabletop broadcast network. For more gaming-related content, please visit www.legendsoftabletop.com.